three, two, one. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to this Elysian with Weekly live stream. I am your first host, Alex Garthon Marsh. With me, as always, is Brett Heathen Dog Grissomer. Ladies and gentlemen, hope we find you well. Hope your family's well. Hope your friends are well. Hope you're making a whole lot of money, and your life is just sweet. Indeed. If you don't want money, hey, that's good. I'll take it. The, uh... Also, it is Memorial Day weekend, so thank you to everyone being memorialized out there. You're dead, but we appreciate your sacrifice. Yes, we do. Thank you very much. That sounded and, flippant, but, you know, I'm a veteran. Yeah, so. I know, I know. <laughs> I, yeah, we so am I. We, we both are. But, uh, yeah, I, I went to a ceremony today where we uh, uh, put up a, uh, a monument to uh, all, of the, uh, all of the people who, uh, who died, actually, uh, most of them in combat from uh, as far back as the War of 1812. That's a long time ago. Not a yeah. lot of people died in that war, actually. Well, he did, and what was it? Uh, Van uh, something Van Sickle. He was. Uh, That's a good name. Yeah, he was a corporal, Second uh, Regiment, uh, New Jersey, and uh, he died in the War of eighteen twelve, and he came home to be buried. Oh, that's very interesting. Yeah, the, uh, the War of eighteen twelve, because it was so short, not a lot of people end up getting killed there. So that's actually kind of impressive. Was he a zoov? Tell me who's a zoov. A what? A zouave. Look it up. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> it was a thing. It was a thing around that time. Right. It became a bigger thing around the Civil War. Anyway, uh, but thank you, everyone, for tuning in. We hope you have a good time. We plan on helping you out with that. But this week, we have Heathen Dogs, Heathen Dogma with anime on the stream. Uh, we also have Garthon's comic pull, going over Captain America, some Secret Empire, and more. And go an RNG of uh, many things. Many things indeed. Cabbages and kings. Uh, boy, whether the sea is boiling hot, whether pigs have... I think I said that last week, but it always yes, holds true. I, it always well, holds true. <laughs> Will Wallerson the Carpenter. I love that poem, man. I actually used that uh, back in high school when I was on the speech team. I actually used that during a speech tournament as my, uh, as my prepared piece. Nice. Well, some people... Some of the judges really appreciated Lewis Carroll, and some did not. Most of my marks were not done because of my delivery or performance. It was because of my material. Well, uh, speaking of bad material choice, I remember one time doing a dramatic reading for a, a literature uh, competition. I did a, an excerpt from a Star Trek novel. I did it really well. I bet you did. I was getting top marks. Until until one of the judges recognized that it was a Star Trek novel and told the others, and I could see their faces go, oh. You know <laughs> and what? Then I knew I lost. If that guy recognizes from a Star Trek novel, he's probably kind of nerdy himself, and he really should have let that slide. Like, yeah, that's yeah, awesome. Yeah, he really should have kept his pie hole shut, but nope, he didn't. That's sad. But you know what? I think a lot of people should keep their pie hole shut, but that's just my opinion. And the opinions expressed in this episode are solely the opinions of the individual host or commentator and are not representative of the entire vast, powerful, all-encompassing, uh, secret-watching NSA-entailing 
Legion of Fifth Organization. While we make an effort to provide a family-friendly atmosphere, there may be the occasional use of foul or even offensive language. So thank you for your understanding and continued viewership. That was a good segue. Uh, I know, I, I like that one. <laughs> As always, you can check us out on YouTube. We have lots of videos. Videos going up every single day, my friends. That's how crazy it is. Just look for Legion. Sometimes more than one. That is true. How did that start happening? Yeah. So, well, that me. Yeah, mainly and you, actually. Yeah, mainly. Me and you, really. Yeah. Mainly you, mainly you. I'm just kind of there. Um, but you could go to YouTube, look up Legion of Myth. We'll be there. You could go to twitch.tv slash Legion of Myth, which you could be doing at this exact moment in time, unless you're reading, listening to the recording, in which case we still might be on Twitch. You never know. Um, if it's around noon on a weekday, uh, noon central or noon eastern? Central. You were probably there. Uh, you can check us out on Reddit, where we have our subreddit at reddit.com slash r slash Legion of Myth. Check our Facebook, facebook.com slash Legion of Myth. Messenger. People use Messenger. You can message us. Or you can send us a tweet. We will tweet you back. We will be tweeting like crazy. It'll be fantastic. I mean, even the president loves to tweet. And so come on. So it's got to be cool. He, it's got to be. I mean, maybe he shouldn't be tweeting every little thing that comes across his little noggin, you know. I had toast for breakfast. You know, maybe, uh, maybe, you know, maybe not so good. You know, given your opinion about whether, you know, whole wheat is good for toast or not. Anyway. Yeah, it's not not quite presidential. No, that's, I, no. I kind of agree with that one. But no. anyway, uh, lots to do this weekend, lots going on. But for now, let's enjoy ourselves, my friends. Let us all tune our minds onto the same wavelength, enjoy that cosmic space together, and unite as one in the one thing we can all agree on that is good and right in this universe. That's Heathen Dog's anime on the stream. Well, thank you very much. And today is a very special day. I have one amazing anime. Amazing. I loved every second of it. And I have another anime that is painfully mediocre. But enough about Dragon Ball. <laughs> oh, I'm going to get hate mail for that. Burned. Okay. Now, first, we're going to hit our the, the one I loved. It's called Erased. Now, the, uh, the uh, DVD cover picture that I'm showing you here is not indicative of the story at all. I mean, if you just look at this picture, a lot of times, uh, the, the way these DVD covers then go, you look at the picture, you get the gist. Here, you're like two runaway kids? Right to what? the boxcar kid children. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're riding the rails, I guess, or something. They're hiding know. out. They have no parents. Like little <laughs> yeah, girls but... crying. Yeah, yeah, but that is not at all what this thing is about. Before I get into that, let's get into the particulars, which I double-checked to make sure that these are actually correct. This time. <laughs> okay. Uh, Erased, uh, directed by uh, Tomihiko Ito, uh, written by Tako Kishimoto, uh, mu music by Yuki Kajiura, Studio A1 Pictures, licensed by Mad Mad Entertainment, Aniplex of America, and Anime Limited, original network Fuji TV, original run, January 8, 2016 to March 25th, 2016, 12 episodes, and can be seen on Hulu. Now, before we go to the next slide, I want, I want you to see the first clip because this first clip explains in 20 seconds better, better than I can in two minutes on, on the whole basis of this whole thing. Check it out. He's writing. He's talking about a phenomenon. There's like a butterfly or something. 
Tell me what's happening. Just read it. Just read it. I usually go back between one and five minutes where everything is the same as before. It's always right before something bad happens. As a result, I kept trouble from happening again and again. And that's it. it. Looks like he just got creamed by a car, so he couldn't stop it. Bad stuff from happening to him. Well, no, yeah, a, a lot of times what uh, he, uh, um, his whole power is based. And we can go to the next, we can go on to the next slide, and we can actually see him. Uh, his 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 name is Saturo Fujinuma. Okay, now sure. ever ever since ever since he was little, he's had a power that he calls revival. All right. Now, what happens is if something disastrous is going to happen around him, he will actually snap back in time with the ability to stop it. Now, he's not always successful because he has to find the clues. That's why he was after the revival happened, he was looking around. He was trying to find something that's wrong, something that's wrong. And in that clip, he saw that the guy driving the truck wasn't really driving the truck. He was he was out. Ah, oh, all right. So he 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 whipped his little bike around and he and he saved saved that kid from being creamed by that truck. Of course, that got him a little stint in the hospital by being creamed by a car. Yes, but at least he was able to save that kid. He was able to save the kid and he didn't have any serious injuries, so it was great. Some, some sometimes it works out, sometimes it doesn't. Now, a little backstory about him personally. He is a failed manga artist. Um, he is a pizza delivery guy, as you can probably tell from his little scooter. And basically he lives an unfulfilled life. His, his life is not what he wanted it to be. You know, part of him blames it because he, he started his dream too late. His, his dream of being a manga in this, he's 29 and I, and, and in the manga industry, trying to break in at 29 is super old. I mean, it, you, you, people basically retire at that age. Man, it sounds from, like this is series might be a little close to home for some people. <laughs> it probably is, yeah. But uh, uh, part of it is his whole revival problem. I mean, it 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 doesn't happen all the time, but but when it when it does, and he fails, it weighs on him like it would any normal person with, with normal human emotion. Right, it's like, oh, you could have saved that kid, but no. But you just weren't fast enough. You weren't you weren't good enough. You weren't. You, you couldn't know, put together clues enough. fast enough. Exactly, exactly. But he, uh, over the years, he's gotten really good. He's 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 got a lot more W's, you know, in the last few years than than L's because he's you know gotten better at it. Now, if uh, we go to the next slide, we see uh, one of the other people in his life. Uh, this is uh, this is Ayiri Katagiri. Katagiri, Ayiri Katagiri. She is a she's a it's coworker. It's a good thing no one who actually knows Japanese listens to this. I know, right? Except for one person, and and I don't get the earful for that. But uh, um, she she's a coworker at the at the pizza place, and he doesn't he knows her, but he doesn't really talk to her. He doesn't have any friends. All right. So he 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 knows he, she's an acquaintance, but she comes to visit him in the hospital. So that's nice. If someone's right? visiting the hospital, they're they're more than an acquaintance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, she was worried about him because the, the the boss said that oh he was he was in an accident but he saved a kid. So tell him don't don't worry about the scooter. Oh, I'm not going to charge him for it. <laughs> so that's nice. <laughs> yeah, I've worked and for they, guys who say I don't care who you saved, you owe me for the scooter. Exactly. And we're right, billing yeah. you for your time, and you're billing you for the time we need to make up with subs from you being out. Right, right. And then uh, we go to the next slide. The only other person in his life is his mom. 
Sachiko Fujinuma. All right, now she's a, she is a investigative journalist, and uh, she she's a pretty good mom. I mean, she she's not controlling. She she gives him space, but still wants to know what he's doing. You know, she she uh, she makes sure that she's available to him, but gives gives him room. You know, that sounds good. Hoping that he yeah, hoping that he would grow into the person he was supposed to be, but he just didn't. For one reason or another, his like I said, he lives a an unfulfilled life. Yes. Now, uh, this this all comes to a drastic change when we play our clip number two. Go ahead and roll it. Oh, good golly, that's not good. So someone stabbed her to death, and they're taken to the station. What the heck? The heck was that? Okay, now this was his the, his greatest revival ever. He he did a revival 18 years into the past well, that's when he was when he was 11 years old. Now, uh, before like like he said in the first clip, it's always been one to five minutes. This disaster, this tragedy, could only be averted 18 years ago. Dang, that's impressive. So he was jumped into his own body as an 11 year old kid. This is episode number two. Well, okay. All right. So now he has to solve his mother's murder as an 11 year old kid 18 years ago. He still has, he still, he still has his 29 year old memories and personality, but in right. his 11 year old body. Well, hey, you it'll know? help him get a jump in that anime career. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna jump in. He's more worried about the whole mom thing now. Oh, we, there's that too. Yeah, we 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 go to the next slide. We we see the the new Sa Saturo, his 11 year old self. Look at him, all determined. I'm yeah, gonna I'd, save I'd my mom. I'd be pretty ticked by that about that too. Yes, he is. He is laser focused on this saving my mom thing. But unlike his present day self, 2006, his 1988 self does have friends, and we'll go to to that slide. The slide next. Now, um, I'm only going to talk about three of these people because he he brings three of these people almost into the fold. He almost gives up that he is from the future and he time traveled back to his body, but he realizes that's a one way ticket to the loony bin. So it would be nice to warn some people at 9/11 though. Just just saying. Yeah, yeah, okay, but he's Japanese, so he don't care, right? But uh, um, starting from second to the left. Uh, the blonde-haired kid with the with the gray jacket. His name is Kenya Kobayashi. And behind the desk with the glasses, that's Osamu. And next to him with the with the green uh, headband slash earmuffs, that is Kazu. Th those are his three main confidants that 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 he 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 uses to to try and investigate uh, his his uh, um, what is going to cause his mother's death starting here why does it start here now he uses someone else we go to the next slide he uses his teacher his homeroom teacher gaku yashiro now uh, gaku yashiro is an excellent teacher he cares about his students he wants them to be happy and he's all all willing to help 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 him uh you know with his with his quest even though he doesn't really know what he doesn't really know what the quest is because loony ben you know right right but uh, he, the only thing he can figure out is that at this time, uh, a couple weeks from now, 
three kids start disappearing and then reappearing dead later on. Okay, oh, that's uh, unfortunate. A, a string of murders happened right around this time. So he figures that has to be connected to his mother's death. Somehow has to be connected. And if we go to the next slide, we'll show you the first two of the victims. Uh, the one on the left, uh, the, the girl in the snow, that is uh, Kayo Kinezuki. She is the first one taken. All right. And then to the right is Aya Nakanishi. She is the second one taken. All right. And then on our, on our, on our next slide, we have the third one taken. Now this one, she, uh, he looks like a girl but is actually a boy, uh, Hiromi Sugita. Now, Hiromi used to run in the, in the same circle as, as uh, Sagara and, uh, and uh, um, all the others, you know, uh, Kenya and Osamu yeah, and, yeah. and Kazu, but um, he got alienated from them somehow. So he was alone a lot more, and that's why he was able to be taken. So, uh, um Excuse me. So uh, Satoru puts a plan to action to make sure that these three people are not alone long enough to be taken. Seriously, I mean, he stalks these kids, gets their routines down, figures out where, where's the best spot that they're going to be taken, tries to bring them into his group so they hang out more. That makes sense. So they are not taken. And that is his plan. And, 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 as, and, as, and as his plan unfolds, Kenya, who is bright, he is a bright 11 or 12-year-old. He's like, okay, Satoru, what is going on? You know something. What is it? And that's when he starts bringing them into the fold partway. Listen, um, I know that Kayo is going to be murdered. I need you to believe me. And he says, you know what? I believe you. And then Satsuru goes, why? Why would you believe me if I said something like that? He says, well, I have two choices. I either believe you or I don't. If I believe you and I help you and Caillou lives, we win. If I don't believe you and Caillou gets taken, that's going to be on me. So That is a logical argument. Exactly. So I figure I might as well believe you. Yeah, that's cool. I like that. That's nice. Yeah, that's nice. So I'm 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 not going to get into like who the actual you know the mur the kidnapper and murderer of these kids are, but I'm 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 sure from what I've said so far, uh, it's the same person that kills his mother 18 years in the future. It's the homeroom teacher. See, that's what I thought too at first. That's what I thought too. But he actually was. It's, it's a little too obvious. I know it's a little too obvious. He was instrumental in helping save the first girl. It's all a ruse. Exactly. It's a red herring. It's great. But we'll go to the last slide where I have, I have the notes. Now, for this thing, I was just blown away. The story was new. It was exciting. It was suspenseful. And it was full of action at the same time. There, there were no dull moments. The, the, the moments where there weren't action, it was, it was information you needed to build to the next action sequence. It was great. And it was believable because a, a, a 29-year-old man in an 11-year-old body can do a whole lot behind the scenes. I mean, you can easily manipulate other 11- and 12-year-old children because you have so much more experience than they, they do, you will just to them you will just exude confidence. That's and, true. And that 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 is one of the reasons Kenya confronted 
so, uh, um, I did it again, Satoru. There's a, one, one of the reasons Kenya confronted is because, listen, man, starting two days ago, it's like you're a different person. You're yeah, I would think all of a sudden you'd be a way different yeah, person. Exactly. He, he said, I, you are acting like yourself, but you're not yourself anymore, are you? Who are you? Flat out said that. So, yeah. so, so, so Satoru had to say something. But I you know it, it was it was great. Oh that man, sounds great. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and it's also he he was, he was, he's able to save these girls, but he's never able to find out until until obviously the very end who the killer is because he's not a detective. I mean, sure, he's a twenty nine year old and eleven year old body, but whoever this killer is, maybe an actual twenty nine year old who's killed lots and lots of times well, and also, knows how to cover his tracks. One could assume that you know the killer was never of these kids was never found, so he knows how exactly. to stay undetected. Exactly. The, in, in the original timeline, be, before he revivaled back, these three uh, uh, cases were quote unquote solved. But every single person who went down for him swore up and down they were innocent. They were framed. And and there there were the the cert, the evidence was all circumstantial. There was there but there there was enough to go to trial, and everyone was just so aghast and and just awful. They, they just needed to, to blame with. someone. Exactly, exactly. And there was just enough evidence to blame all the, all these different people. All right. Now, um, his whole plan is I can't find the killer, but if I can save these girls, maybe the killer will make a mistake and get himself caught in the past in the in their current present where he is maybe he'll get himself caught because he'll make a rash move because of his plans have been derailed when he finally gets back to the future you get to see all of the very subtle changes that he made in the past have incredibly far-reaching changes to the new present well i would think three kids not being dead would be a pretty major change that's, in his life. that's one three kids not being dead is, is one but also he he uh, solidified his core friend group and he kept that core friend group all those years that he skipped forward when he was done. So, so now his life is completely different. It sounds so, like in a very positive way, though. Yes, mo in, 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 in most ways very positive and so in some ways negative. I'm not going to give that one away. But, uh, but his, his, his life is completely different. And I love the way they did it. All of the... All of the all of the things that changed in the future seem so great. You can easily trace back to a phrase, a word, a gesture that he did in the past that seems so small, but be, because you were doing it to an impressionable child, and and you were saying it like like you know with with the confidence and wisdom of an of an adult, it resonated with that child and it stuck with them throughout their life. So so you know. It really, really affected them, and it, it really affected how the entire the entire history played out of those last 18 years. I thought it was amazing. The only reason I didn't give it five stars is because I don't give five stars to anime series because there's always got to be something wrong with a series because you maybe maybe you can pull out a perfect movie. Maybe you can pull out a five-star movie. I haven't seen it yet, but you can pull it off. But in my opinion, there's no way to pull off a five-star anime series. There's always going to be one episode that's a disappointment. How can you not say Akira would be a five-star movie? Because, man, you have to read the book three times. <laughs> to understand the what the hell's actually happening. Yeah. Watch the anime, read the manga to really peel back all those, all those billions of layers of onion. 
But yes, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give this four and a half stars. Blew me away. Absolutely amazing. This, uh, um, the, the it, if, 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 if someone says, oh, erased. Yeah. I, I saw, I saw an anime like that. It's most likely not as good. Just see erased. Just do it. Yes, I agree. It's kind of okay. like uh, you could watch a movie that's you know kind of like Blade Runner, but it's not as good as Blade Runner. Just just freaking watch Blade Runner, man. I mean, exactly. Why 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 go to the B team? Yeah, you know. Yeah. Now our second anime is the C team. All right, we have the heroic legend of Arslan. Oh, that's now, a good title, though. It's about a heroic legend. How could you beat that? Okay. Yeah. All right. Now you know it from a a Sega CD video game. The heroic legend of Garthon. Come on, that sounds good. Okay. <laughs> no, that's awful. What? That is that's like a nightmare. No, a nightmare. that's that's the best film ever. <laughs> but before I get into that, I'm going to get into the particulars of this one. Uh, directed by Noriyuki Abe. I, in in America, that'd be Abe, but it's, it's Abe maybe. I don't know. R- written by Makoto. Uezu, maybe. Uh, music by Taro Awashiro. Uh, studio is Liden Films uh, and Sanzigen, maybe. Licensed by Sony, Funimation, Universal Studios UK. Uh, original network was JNN. Original run was April 5th, 2015 to September 27, 2015 with 25 episodes. And you can find them on Hulu. Now, yeah. here's, here's where we get to the, the story. All right. The story is you have the prince, Prince Aslan, and you can see in the next slide. He looks like a dork. He is a dork. He is, uh, I believe, twelve or thirteen in the in the in the very first episode, and there's a three-year time jump to to the second episode. But uh, he is the the crown prince, only heir of the uh, um, Empire of Pers, like kind of like Persia. And uh, his father is like the Conan, the Conan, the conqueror of this world. I mean, he won his empire through battle and blood. He has never lost lost a, a tactical engagement in his life. Cuts through foes like a farmer cutting down wheat. Oh, yes. Hot knife through butter. Any analogy you want. His dad is huge. He's imposing. He's harsh. He's You, you look at him, you're like... Damn, he's hardcore. Apparently, he's everything Arslan is not. Everything Arslan is not right now. Uh, if you see his father in the next slide, this is his dad. And yeah, he Andra- looks a little intense. Yes, Andragoras the Third. Andragoras the Third, and he is the ruler of of the of the great empire of Pers. Now, um, he uh, he's kind of a d bag. But you know, <laughs> not any, surprisingly so. Not surprisingly so. And 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 any anyone who won an empire through through just constant blood and warfare is not your your you know cuddly, you know, uh, father figure. Yeah, generally want. not known for being really gregarious and a real get along yeah. kind of guy. Yeah, no, no, he's a you get along with me or your head's gonna get along on the floor type get along. Now, People don't if you talk the... about you know what a great jokester Genghis Khan or Kublai Khan was. No, no, I mean maybe they were, maybe they were cut ups. Maybe maybe they actually invented knock knock jokes, but I can tell you right now it wasn't this guy. <laughs> All right, we go to the next slide. We 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 see Arslan's mom, uh, Tahamin. Now she is, as far as I'm concerned, freaking cursed. All right, 
her whole backstory is every guy she gets involved with just ends badly. I mean, here, here is how she got to where she is now. Uh, she was from a completely different kingdom, uh, betrothed to the grand bazaar of that kingdom. Um, uh, uh, what's, what's his nuts? Um, uh, Andragoras's older brother stole her away to marry her. The grand That's bazaar, yeah, the, the uh, grand bazaar, uh, heartbroken, killed himself jumped off of a, of a tower and killed himself that's and, hardly uh, a way to solve the problem well apparently apparently that's why he, that's what he did now now andragoras's brother brought 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 her back to marry her andragoras took one look at her and went nope this this the chick is mine and his big brother died under quote-unquote mysterious circumstances of illness what the twist yes uh we're all we're all gonna, we're all gonna say what we're thinking here he was poisoned and it's true so then he married her and had had Aslan as the as the son. Well, now, as Huey Lewis would say, that's the power of love. That's the power of love. So 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 basically she's like Helen of Troy on steroids. I mean, she ruins all kingdoms that she touches. I knew girls right? like that. And this one, yeah, <laughs> and this this one, this one is really no different. Uh the 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 only bright spot for Aslan is in our next slide. This is this is a Darren, Darian. Something like that. That's the he bright is, spot. He doesn't yeah. look bright. No, 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 no. He is. He is. Uh, he's very, very no nonsense. But he is completely devoted to the king, to the queen, and to the prince. Oh, that's now, nice. Yes, and he is a he is a, a, a captain of a, a cavalry regiment. But uh, he gets demoted because they're in the, in an upcoming battle with this super religious kingdom, the the Lysitanian. A kingdom who are super religious that anyone who who does not believe in our God is a heathen and must die. Well, they decided to to go after you know Pars, the, the the kingdom of Pars, and so the king was like, "Fine, I'll take them." So they go in the field of battle. Well, uh, they're they're going to battle on a plane, and and uh, and uh, uh, the uh, Pars military is known for their supreme cavalry which means this is the perfect place for them to fight. Perfect. And then suddenly the day of the battle, this fog rolls in. Visibility 10 feet. And this captain's like, you know what? We should probably retreat. And the king's like, what? Retreat? I never thought I'd, I'd hear you. I never thought I'd hear cowardice come out of your mouth. It's like, this isn't cowardice. This is just, this is not right. Something's wrong. Right. You got to be sensible until that starts happening. This, yeah, exactly. This is a trap. Do you have any proof? No, I feel my gut. It's a trap. Get out of here. You, 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 you're stripped of your command. You, you try and regain your honor by fighting on the front line. Well, guess what? I'm guessing it might have been a trap. It was a trap. The, the fog was artificial created. I completely forget how they did it. They boiled a whole bunch of water, some bull crap. I don't know. They, they, they dug a giant trench. So when, when the cavalry charged, they would charge into the trench. And then from, from either side, they had, they had giant siege engines to just rain down arrows and, and, and fiery uh, uh, ballistas and all. So it's just to completely decimate the, uh, the, the uh, cavalry. And then they had Pretty a good trader. plan, really. Yeah, they had a traitor on the inside. One, one of the one, one of the battalion commanders turned on on his people. So now now they're fighting a battle on two fronts. 
and uh, the king finally gives the order order to retreat but secret spies inside the ranks kill all of the all the message bearers so no none none of the men got the message to retreat all they do all all they see is their king retreating and not and not telling anyone so their morale is smashed the army is smashed uh uh Darian here find, finds the prince in battle, saves him, spirits him away. The, the kingdom falls, t- 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 taken over by the by the, uh, the by the holy Lusitanian Empire or whatever. And uh, then the story just continues. Uh, he he and his and his band of few uh, uh, remnants of the old order who are loyal to him scour the world for uh for uh um, go, let's just go to the last slide where i give it two and a half out of five uh um scou- scours the world for both help and experience for the prince so when he finally comes around he has an army of his own he has the experience to lead it and he wins the day the story's been told a hundred times and told better than this half of it well actually Interesting you bring that up because this story has actually been told better itself, and I mean literally this story. Uh, there was an OVA because I was like, "This sounds so familiar." I watched the OVA of this back in like 2003, so I had to look it up. And uh, the manga was originally released in 91 to 96, and the original the OVA was released in 1991. So yeah, I watched this. So, uh, so there was a whole different series of this before, which I think actually was done better. It sounds like than this movie was. And than this one, yeah, yeah. I mean, the uh, there was a Sega CD game, which is kind of like Fire Emblem, so it's a tactics RPG, um, based off of that original OVA, which was a pretty good game actually, pretty rare nowadays. But you could find it. So it's kind of sad to hear that they did a new version and it's you know boring. Yeah, it's mediocre. At, it's, no, no, not at best. It is the epitome of mediocre. I mean, the the only the only thing that kept me watching it, I didn't finish it. The only thing that kept me watching it as long as I did was that uh, the animation was good. The animation was good. Fight scenes were good. Uh, they did all that, but the, the the writing, the dialogue, the story, just the definition of mediocre. There's Just, nothing to make it exceptional, nothing to make it, it stand out. Exactly. It's not bad. It's not good. It, It's serviceable. I mean, if, if you watch this, you're not going to feel like you wasted your time, but you're not going to recommend it to anyone either, and which I am also not going to recommend to any of you. All right. Well, thank you very much for letting us know about that, Heathen Dog, and you're welcome. thanks for the warning. As always, you can find Heathen Dog... Uh, with the Legion of Myth, he does have his weekly streams, twice weekly streams of Star Trek Online. If you want to talk about that real quick for a sec, yes, uh, at uh, noon central on uh, Mondays and Thursdays, we follow the adventures of uh, Fleet Admiral Buck Fats McCool as he goes through the entire content of STO, and it's really great now because we start. We just started the Iconian War, which is chock full of excitement. The the fights are daring. All of the all of the uh, cutscenes are action filled. I mean, ev- every single episode is is a fight for your life type thing be- because the the Iconian forces are just so vast and so they powerful. Are. But you're actually that, starting to get near the end of the main storyline, then. Yes, yes. I mean, I, I have this, and then and then I'm on the last season. So what are you gonna do after that? 
after that, I told you on, on, on the last stream, my, my next one is StarCraft II Wings of Liberty. I'm going to go through the whole storyline from Star Trek II Wings of Liberty, but with, 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 uh, with wonderful, wonderful uh, viewer participation. If you want to dictate my build order or uh, decide where I put scouts or, or uh, what, uh, what, what planets I go to first, you can which sounds phenomenal yes you can help build the story love it that sounds great sounds like it's going to be a lot of fun yeah i think so yeah well thank you very much heathen dog you are welcome uh you can also check out every day of the week of the weekdays a monday through friday monday through friday a star trek online team up with garth and heathen dog doing mainly foundry missions and that's a lot of fun too Get a lot of good feedback on yeah, that. So as a matter of fact, out. yeah, we have. As a matter of fact, uh, Max Liawa said he he enjoys uh, watching us play it more than he enjoys playing it himself. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are we are entertaining little scamps, I guess. And we light things on fire and shoot things to the Boolean cannons. And who doesn't like that? I don't know, right? It's crazy. All right. Well, thank you. Well, moving on. Let's talk about what everyone wants to talk about right now, ladies and gentlemen. I give you. Yes, it's Garthon's comic pull where Garthon talks about three comic books this week that are very important. So, it's uh, going to be an interesting week, kids. Let me tell you that. First book we're talking about Steve Rogers, Captain America, number 17. Oh, oh Marvel, what have you wrought? What have you wrought? So, Captain America is in charge of Hydra. I'm not going to go into it because it's it's been gone into. Yeah, he's in charge of Hydra. Hydra has uh, taken over America through wheeling and dealing, and now they're trying. They're rewriting the history books and doing everything you would think an evil fascist regime would do. Um, too many people were protesting against him, so uh, they bombed Las Vegas and blew it all to hell. Um, Cap didn't want to blow up Las Vegas. He was against it. But his council, the ruling council of Hyder, basically told him, hey, man, you got to show these guys some strength. So we got to blow up Las Vegas. And he's like, I'm not... Look, here, Hyder's here to... We're supposed to add stability and protect people from themselves. And they're like, whoa, you're not showing strength if you let these protesters get away with this stuff. You need to show them you need business or no one's going to take Hyder seriously. And then his council started looking at him with the long knives in their eyes. And he went, oh, crap. And uh, so, boom, went Las Vegas. Um. <sighs> anyway, main thrust of this book. There's actually been a reporter that's talked to Steve Rogers numerous times throughout Marvel history recently. Like during the original Marvel Civil War, um, she talked with Cap about his position, you know, of being against the government mandates and all that. Um, she did not report very positively on him, but she reported him. Um. Then there was another instance where, during this Secret Wars thing with uh, that just happened with the Inhumans, which was terrible, uh, she again spoke with him as an investigative journalist and did not make him sound good again. But she... Wait, wait, uh, wait, 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 wait. Did she purposely make him sound bad? No, she, she wasn't a person. She was just reporting the facts. Okay, all right. Okay, fair, fair. Yeah, she's not, you know, a, a, some kind of slimy journalist. She's a very straight-up investigative journalist. 
Um, but which which to 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 a fascist regime is like is like poison. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So she's actually kind of reflecting on this as she's about to interview the man who controls America, the leader of Hydra, Steve Rogers. And she kind of reflects on the past they've had together and things like that. And you know, she's you know got this interview. It's interview everyone wants. The whole world is going to be watching. And right before they're about, you know, they're getting ready. They're about to start, you know. And you know, she's like, "I hope we don't have any problem with our past." And he's like, "I've always respected you as a journalist. You always gave the straight story, and that's one of the reasons I want you here." She's like, "Oh wow, that's cool, great." And then right when they're about to start, Doctor Faustus Jr., who is of course evil psychiatrist with mental powers, uh, leans into her and says, "Oh, by the way, no questions about Las Vegas." And she's like, what? That's the main question on everyone's mind. How could I? Yeah, we could shut this down now. She's like, fine, no problem. So they start going to a big interview segment, which was, all right, Nick Spencer's a good writer. I hate this storyline. It's awful. It's revolting. It's repugnant. I hate it so many ways. The only thing that's kept me going through this whole Cap is evil storyline is the Nick Spencer's writing has been good, very solid. His Writing's still solid, but this is all boring as hell. Reading Captain America, Steve Rogers, uh, this time in, in an all-green Hydra outfit as Hydra Supreme Commander, defending con- concentration camps um, and, and all these horrible things they're doing. Oh, this is important. No, that's not a camp. That's a place where they, they willingly went to for their own protection. Or, so, or it's re-education. Yeah, uh, when they're talking about how they're rewriting history books to say the Allies really didn't win the war. They lied. They lost. Hydra really won. You know, and he's defending all this stuff. It just makes me sick reading it. And I, I just wanted to toss the book aside. It was just, ah, it's, not, it's so stupid. But eventually, the reporter has enough of all his double-dealing back talk. And, say, and when he's talking about how he deals with people mercifully and how, you know, and she's like, oh, like in Las Vegas? And then you see this look in her face like, oh, hell. Because she knew she crossed the line. Cap gets a real sour look on his face. That tells her, wow, you just crossed the line. If we weren't on national TV, you'd be dead right now. And, of course, all the screens go beep, you know, at that point. They say, well, our interview's over. I- I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. You knew the rules. And next thing you know, she's in a prison cell. Awaiting execution. Wow, that yeah. was quick. So, uh. Well, see, I, if, if they said no Las Vegas, I would have said, okay, well, what about Rick Jones? You see, she didn't do that, then. No. She, she I, I actually think that they mentioned Rick Jones, and, like, he was, they said, like, he was taken into custody for his own protection, or something like that. And then ventilated for everyone else's protection, I guess? I don't know. Well, I don't remember. Uh, but anyway... What this book does effectively is through the interview questions, it actually, after it actually asks a question, well, what about the situation of mutants? Or, I mean, what about the inhuman in concentration camps? Oh, those aren't concentration camps. Then actually goes to, like, where the inhumans are and what they're doing. Basically, like, lays out little pieces of story for everyone, which works very well. That's a, that's a good storytelling technique. You know, what about uh, this this uh, rogue, this uh, nation that's been set up in what used to be Northern California where all the mutants? Isn't that just a way of getting rid of them? I don't see how they have what they've always wanted, a place of their own, you know, and then it goes to like showing like how Cap made the deal with Magneto, you know, it's like, yay, Magneto, I'm starting a whole country just for mutants. Here's what I want you to do. Stay the hell away from it. You know, one of those things. Because if you go there, I was going to assume it's like evil mutant town and I'm not down with that. 
I'm not going to come after you. You do whatever the hell you want. But don't come to America, and don't go to the New Mutant Country, okay? Sweet. So, uh... That, that, that's actually a solid plan. You know, keep Magneto away from other mutants, and you stop a lot of violence. Yeah, exactly. It's like, even yeah. if you don't want to start anything, just you being there is going to start stuff. So just yeah, yeah, stay yeah. the hell away from our, from New Mutant Country, okay? Uh, basically, all these terrible things. But it's an effective storytelling technique. But it just disgusted me reading Captain America being Hitler. It's just, I don't care what... Especially because Marvel has had to... This is going to come up again with our next book. Marvel has had to multiple times calm down enraged fans and say, no, no, it's all going to be worth it in the end. It's going to be great. Just just, just stick to it to the end, and it'll be great. You if you have to have do to... that more than once, you're doing something wrong. If you have to do it all, you're doing something wrong. You know? It's terrible. You can't have something... It's kind of like, all right, The Fifth Element, Bruce Willis, is a good film overall. It has what makes the film is the twist ending. Fight Club is a good film. It's entertaining to watch. It's fun. But it's, the twist ending makes the film. Um, Usual Suspects is a great film. But what makes the film awesome is the, is the twist ending. I agree with all those things. But in none of those films did the director have to come out and say, okay, guys, this, you don't have to leave. I, I know it's not good. But it's going to be great at the end. Just wait. Just wait for it. Right? When you have to do that, you know you have a problem. They're having to do that. They have a problem. This storyline sucks. And Spencer's a decent writer. He's a good writer. He's more than decent. But he can't hold this up. This is just too much crap for one person to shovel around. Yeah, the, 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 only, the only person who could polish this turd is... Uh, who's, who's the director of Avatar? I hate Avatar. James Cameron. James Cameron, yes, he can polish a turd. Oh, like, yeah, he polished whoa. that Avatar turd to shine, oh, man. Oh, man, it shone, and it made a whole bunch of money, but that thing was crap. It was crap. Well, Titanic's crap, too. Yeah, but it shone as well. Oh, that, it, that was sparkled. a golden turd. I know. It, 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 it's, it sparkled like, 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 uh, like a diamond. It was yeah. great. Aliens was great. And this, uh, apparently, this one just can't be polished. Not like they want it to be. It's... Yeah, and Marvel's gone, like, all in on this, too. So, I don't know what was going on behind the scenes where they would, yeah, hell yeah! Captain America betraying every idea? Hell yeah! And they've already... Uh, and so it just is incredibly aggravating. It's incredibly annoying. And you know, within two years, this is all going to be retconned out of existence. No one's even going to remember it. In, in Yeah, right. I mean... Yeah, yeah, I mean, uh, the... I, I think that, that that someone at Marvel read, reread the, the Death of Superman and went, you know what? I can do better than that. Makes the, I can make something even more boring and raging and crappy than that. Exactly. That, I, can, I can screw up the entire Marvel Universe better than this. They did Death of Superman, and then someone said, wait, have you read Superman Red and Blue? What's that? Superman gets divided into a red Superman and blue Superman. Has none of the powers of yeah, Superman. Yeah. No, wow, no, that's no, really bad. I could do worse than yeah. that. Oh, yes, but I'm in, all in. I will go that. and turn Captain America into the head of Hydra. They'll take over America, and I'm going to start a promotion for it where I'm going to encourage local comic book stores to wear Hail Hydra shirts and have Hydra logos in their in their lobbies and change their store signs to Hydra stuff. It'll be great. Oh, Nazis everywhere. It'll be fantastic. That'll sell books. Oh, yeah, my God. Yeah, up yours, DC. I can do it better. Yeah, it's like, ha. Huh? 
You got nothing on me. Look, I'm making so much money for movies, I'm going to self-destruct my company. Woo! How did Disney... I mean, right now, Marvel's Disney overlords have got to be just crapping themselves, saying, what the hell? Because they are getting massive no, no. negative feedback. They don't care. They, Actually, no, seriously. No, no I, I, I can't see that they care be, be, because because uh, uh, Disney Disney has been adamant. It's like like the movie universe and the comic universe, they're not the same. Bro. Right. They've been doing that. But Marvel didn't issue the this will be great at the end we promise statement until after Disney made them do it. It's very pretty to know that Disney went to Marvel and went, what the hell? Issue a statement. What the hell? You're destroying one of our movie franchise characters. Which is what they're doing. They're, no, no, it's going to be great in the end. No, it's not. Anyway. Um, uh, I'm going to give this book three stars. I hate what's going on, but it's well Why written. three? I hate what's... Okay, the well art written. is good. Um, okay. I've written my next mentor. Right. Artist is Andres Gionaldo. Uh, uh, this covers Elizabeth Torque. But the art inside the book is great. Everything is presented very well. They took what could be a very boring interview segment, and the angles um, the artist uses are great. Um, the way everything's drawn shows emotion. It conveys the scene very well. Um, it flips around to different locations without you getting lost. Artist, art is solid as hell. It's one of the best... Uh, compared to a lot of other Marvel books, this art is freaking outstanding for a comic book. It is really excellent art. You know? It actually kind of flips a little bit between styles sometimes. The art could be better, don't get me wrong, but compared to a lot of Marvel books, like the next one we're going to talk about, it is freaking outstanding. So I'm going to give it three stars because it's a it's an interesting premise. It has interest, but it's enraging and terrible at the same time. The premise in the story is terrible. The writing's pretty good. The art is really good. Ugh. So three stars. Yeah. You know. And honestly, even though it's three stars, I'd probably recommend skipping it just because I don't think you should have Marvel money for this terrible storyline. Fair. Next up. Oh, wait, this looks good. Justice League of America number seven. Oh, yeah. All right. Um, again, the adventures of the wacky guys in Justice League of America. As you could tell, uh, this one's written by David F. Walker. Artist is Nelson Blake II. Wait, no, that's not right. I didn't update this slide. Holy crap. After all the other slides. So let's actually get the real information on this. Ah, uh, okay. This was written by Steve Orlando. Um, art by Scott Hanna, Felipe Watanabe. And this cover is Joe Prado and Ivan Rice. So, wow, this is like the only slide. So, this is my turn to miss a slide this week. There you go. I, I feel like a winner now. <laughs> Everyone has their turn. All right. This book mainly concerns the Adam and Killer Frost. Um, Adam, the new Adam, is kind of has a crush on Killer Frost. You know, she's a brilliant. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Are we, are, are, hang on, hang on. Are we still are we still calling her Killer Frost, even though she's not a killer? She's just anymore? Frost in the book. She's, she's just, just Frost. frost. She's just Frost now. Okay, good. The I, people I on her, sure. the people on our team just call her Frost, but almost basically anyone who's not on the team calls her Killer Frost. That's because they don't know. She's got a warm and she's, gooey center now. Yeah, they don't know that she. That she's trying. She's trying to be good. She's resisting the urge to. She still needs to suck body heat to live, but she's not doing the point where she kills people anymore. Like she's trying with all of her might to be good, but when you're finding some bad guy who wants to annoy her, they're gonna call her Killer Frost. 
because they're not going to give her a chance. Um, so, Adam has a crush on Killer Frost because she is a brilliant scientist, but also is a little bit dangerous. You know, people like the dangerous girls. And he's a goody two-shoe yeah. guy, so it's very attractive to him. Yep, it's true. So he's been dedicated a lot of time into finding a way to cure um, her cryonosis or whatever they're calling her condition where she has cold powers but needs to suck body heat to live. In a museum of oddities that's in the city, because it's DC, um, they actually have the Glacier Boy. It's an artifact that was found in the middle of a glacier of this child, well, his body, and from studies, the ice was actually... He wasn't trapped in the glacier. The glacier came out of him, like emanated from him. So he's like, hey, if we go, we get this guy, we get a tissue sample of the bo- of the corpse. Because I'm guessing he had a similar condition to yours. We could, And according to legend of this place, there's like a whole family who could do this. So that's natural for them. They didn't have to kill to do it. We can find out what their uh, biological trigger was and maybe give you some gene therapy so you'll be okay. And, or maybe even cure you of the condition completely. She's like, oh, hell yeah. And we can also, she, they start talking about like biogenetic stuff. Like, yeah, awesome, we're so smart. And off they go. At the same, uh, while they're in there, of course, this uh, crazy guy in a hood shows up. And he just starts talking. And the guard's like, hey, sorry, the museum's closed today. We've got a special visitors right now. They're working on something. And he starts telling them, you know, that he's John Mosley and he's here to see the jackalope. He loves the antlers and the jackalope. They're like, yeah, sorry, we're closed. He said, no. Uh, sorry? I said, no. I've waited a long time to find it, to examine it. But even with my new abilities, no one looks me in the eye anymore. So basically, this guy has like terror cats with him. And when he looks into your eyes, he causes you to become your worst nightmare. So wait, 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 hang on, hang on. Not, not experience your worst nightmare, but become your worst nightmare. Yes, become your worst nightmare. So you're, you know, basically he turns people to horrible living mockeries of nightmares and demons and all sorts of stuff, right? So I, I would be a hipster barista. Yes, you would. Oh, wow. You would be in a Starbucks and you would freaking love it. I would have I would have ironic neck tattoos of weird facial hair, uh, gauges in my ears, and and think that making a, a a leaf into a latte was art. You'd be wearing plaid short shorts and a beard. Oh my god! And you would I, love it. I hate this guy. Yeah, he's he's obviously evil. Um, but for comic effect, you're only like he turns people into like horrible demons and stuff. And, of course, when you turn to that worst nightmare, you're not like, oh, evil, evil. You're like, oh, hell, and you start flipping out and killing everything because everything's terrible. You're your worst nightmare. So, while Frost and Adam are busy analyzing the specimen and stuff, all of a sudden the crazy guards, who are now demons, break in, start trashing everything. Uh, Adam and Frost are trying to hold them off. The dude ends up going to this mask which is part of the display of oddities and he starts telling it that he needs more time or more power um and he says to it the truth is our kind was the truth is your kind so to see my potential you're a stranger showing it you made me someone 
people need to know how wrong they were when they overlook me. Basically, like some horrible terror demon chose him and gave him powers. And now he's destroying everyone. But he needs more power because people forget who he is after they see him. And that's, that, that's horrible to him. That's kind of like his, one of his worst nightmares, that everyone will forget who he is. So he needs more power from the terror demons. Well, while he's off talking to the mask, Adam is busy distracting the demons. Frost goes and finds the guy. Overhears him saying, this is no, that's not going to happen. So he attacks her, looks her dead in the eyes, and nothing happens. And he's like, what the, what, what? She's like, you turn people into your worst nightmares? Guess what? I'm living mine. And so, which is kind of messed up. You know, it's just, it just shows the yeah. depths of how much. How Kill horrible. Problem. Yeah, how horrible her life is that it is literally the worst version of her life. Right. Which is what she's living. Right. Right. I mean, she, you know, kind of plays suicide type level. She hates her existence. Um, she's trying to do better, but she still hates her existence. She says she has to try to do better, that she hungers for life every day, you know. Um, and so she grabs the guy, starts freezing him, and says, you need to go and release the guards and stop what you're doing, or I will freeze you. I will freeze dry you till there's nothing left but dust, and no one will know about this but you and me, and you'll be gone. And he's like, no, never. And then it cuts to Adam fighting the fighting the demon guards who all of a sudden like smoke evaporates off and they're back to normal and the guy's like oh thank god that's over you saved us i was in my worst nightmare how'd that happen she's like i i i don't i don't know and then frost walks out by herself he's like so what happened like oh there was something going on but i solved it don't worry about it it's not going to happen again uh vague much (laughs) yeah so uh you can pretty much imply that she uh Turn that guy into freeze-dried dust. In order to save everyone. Because he was not going to stop. He was going to keep doing it to everyone and gain more power. There's no right, stopping him. Right, 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 right. But now, uh, did anyone witness him talking to this mask thingy? Nope, just her. So what did she do with this mask thingy that obviously he was really, you know, hip into? Left it alone. The mask didn't answer back. Well, yeah, yeah, but you know, so, I have I have to assume that uh, he wasn't completely insane. Yeah, he might have been. He might have been, yeah. But personally, I wouldn't have taken the chance, especially in a place called the Museum of Oddities. Well, either way, and honestly, since it didn't grant him any power, um, uh, maybe it just wasn't working anyway. But she doesn't go that far. I, just, I wouldn't. Okay. She's not concerned with that. Um, but they find out that the cryo baby actually doesn't have an abnormal genetic structure at all, which makes Adam... But actually, they get back to base to analyze it, and Adam is kind of enraged by this because he's not, like, throwing things around. He's like, no, no, we were so close. How could that not be? It's like, I don't know, maybe magic or something. Who knows? But you know. And the other members of the team start saying, you know, look, it's really obvious you got a crush on Frost. He's like, what? No, no. What, what, why are you saying it? Like, dude, it's obviously... Get out. What? No. Probably the on. only person what? who doesn't see it is Frost, and you're lucky for that right now. Just to, I'd think about what you're doing. Just tone it back. There's a couple of minor side stories that aren't worth mentioning, because um, that's when I thrust the book. It was interesting to read. Um, there's some side stories with like Batman talking with the guy they rescued from the Aegeus stuff and how he's remaking their base. Uh, there's some stuff with Vixen and Ray uh, talking with school kids in Harlem about making the world a better place. But 
So it shows the other guys are doing something. Uh, shows Lobo getting in a bar fight with some other alien. Black Canary's with him. You know, minor stuff. But that's the main thrust of the book. Interesting to read. It shows that Frost is living her worst nightmare, is trying really hard to be a hero, but she's still a Batman villain. She's willing to go that extra step when she has to. Especially if no one's around. So it's kind of like she's trying to be good, but she's also not afraid to cross the line. Kind of dark, but makes for an interesting character. Well, um, you know, come on, it was it was pretty obvious when the, her his power didn't work on her because she's living her worst nightmare. Right. So yeah. So also a good note: if you're going to take a villain and make them a hero, this is how you do it, not like how they've done with Harley Quinn, where they just said, "Oh, she's a hero now, Suicide Squad." We everyone loves Harley Quinn. Yay! Yay! Boobs and white face paint. So, yay, bad relationships. Yay, spousal abuse. Yay, Harley Quinn. All right. Um, so, uh, rating for Justice League of America number seven. Uh, I really liked it. Wasn't super fantastic. Uh, it was between three and a half and four. I'll give it a three and a half out of five. Really enjoyed reading it. The art is solid. Really like the art. Uh, really like the writing. Like the twists. Like how the other stories of the team were really superfluous maybe they'll be expanded upon later maybe they're leading to something but as this book was really liked it um great one issue storyline i wish comics would do more of that kind of thing nowadays yeah uh three and a half maybe even four out of five i'll say three and a half all right last up this week (laughs) oh i'm sorry everyone Secret Empire number two. Marvel's great big cross everything event. Oh, wow. Look at it. Oh, he's crazy on that cover. And there's like Pete, the defenders are flying around and oh, it's mystical and so, or something. And uh, written by Nick Spencer. Art by Andrea Sorrentino. Sorrentino? Sorrentino. Yes. No, 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 no. Don't, don't say his name. And cover by Mark Brooks. All right. Mark, okay, Mark Brooks, you can say, but the, that's a good cover. I mean, it's, okay, yes, doesn't make yes, a lot of the, sense. The internal artist never say his name again. I have to to warn others. Ugh. It's kind of like you still need to talk about the Nazis and stuff in World War II to warn others. You know, you need to talk about things that happen that are bad to let other people know that they're bad. For instance, in Harry Potter, if they had told people what Voldemort did, instead of saying, you know who, and he did bad things, maybe people could have been a little more prepared. You know, just saying. All right, all right, fair, fair, okay. But yes, uh, uh, Garthon told me to, uh, to read one book, and he said, you know what, I don't like you very much, read this one. And uh, we, we, we were talking about it earlier. And if you wanted to make the worst comic ever if you wanted to you would need a perfect storm you would need a horrible story a horrible premise horrible premise you would need horrible art and you would need soul shattering dialogue and this one hits the trifecta yes it does yeah everything sucks in this book um 
you can't it, win. It, it, it's yeah, yeah. It, it starts off with the aftermath of the of the of the of the uh, Las Vegas uh, annihilation that you that you uh, talked about in uh, yeah Captain America first in in the, in the Captain America comic, and it is just soul crushing from page one. Yep, this is kind of mainly about the people who are trying to resist the Secret Empire, and uh, they're boned. You know, everything's awful. They got no chance. Um, allies are kind of turning against each other. Everything's depressing. The art is depressing. Everything is black for some reason. I mean, it's everything's just really dark, and there's no real... The coloring is terrible. Or maybe the colors tried to bring some emotion to the panels because the art was so terrible. Um, gosh, dang. But there's a lot of different plots going on. They're basically trying to set up a lot of different side issues like Secret Defenders, Secret Justice, basically all these other books. They're trying to set up what's going on. Um, but I mean, like, it, New York is completely covered by Dark Force energy, which is like a dark dimension, which is going to kill everyone unless Dagger of Cloak and Dagger can use her living light to keep every, give someone some light every day to keep the demons away. And she's being able to do it less and less, and she's dying, and everyone's going to die. And... The greatest hero, apparently, in the whole, whole area is apparently the Kingpin, organizing things and keeping these alive. So, uh, great. You got the Underground trying to do stuff with the uh, the Young the Young Defenders, Young Avengers, Young Justice, whoever they're, whatever they're going by now. Um, the Champions. Amadeus, Cho, Hulk, uh, Viv Vision, Miles Morales, Spider-Man, uh, Ironheart. Anyway, but... Basically, you got all these people going off in their separate directions, not coordinating together. Um, they're actually given information. In issue one, like a guy had a USB stick with information that gave that he had that was vital to the resistance, and the drunk AI of Tony Stark wouldn't bother looking at it. Um, he finally looked at it, and he goes, tells everyone, oh gosh, this is really important, guys. And they're all like, oh wow, because he, he actually tells them everything that happened, how the entirety of history was changed by the Cosmic Cube, and how that all happened, and says, so, here are where the fragments of the Cosmic Cube are, put it together, and fix the world. Which, I guessed at a year ago, would be how this was resolved, and I thought it was the dumbest thing ever. And apparently, that's how it's going to get resolved. But, Rick Jones says, here's how to do it, and everyone goes, you know, we've tried too many things that we told, were told would help. I refuse to do this obvious thing, which would actually be the answer to all of our problems. And they all start fighting about it. No one says, no, this is a good idea. They'll say, well, maybe we should try. Oh, gosh. Terrible. Um, so, again, in one of these multi-issue, multi-generational, multi-all-the-books-together, cross-story, platform thing, all the heroes forget that they at one time had good sense, logical abilities, reasoning, and teamwork, and they're all a bunch of jerks to each other when the obvious solution is presented to them. Yes, the, 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 the book was written... For the sole purpose of making everyone look stupid, including the reader. Yes, everyone looks petty and stupid and hopeless. Yes, and it, anyone who's reading this book at the end of it, if they reach the end of it, which I didn't. I I've reached the end, but it was hard. I actually had to put it down two times. Yeah, I, 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 I didn't bother. There's a lot of pages of bad stuff in this book. Yeah, I, I didn't bother picking it back up, but uh, um, it, it, this this book was made to show you how bad a book could possibly be. I know they're trying to the, the it gets darkest before it's light thing, 
but this just isn't worth reading. It's almost unreadable. And this is a terrible premise. It's a terrible series. And especially it's all going to get magic wanded away at the end. And they're already telegraphing it. Which just makes it worse. So none of this even matters. So yeah, yeah. Not reading any of the Secret Empire crap is only going to benefit you because it's going to be retconned out completely. Right. So basically what Marvel is telling you, all right, Secret Empire is going to end in, I think, August. Walk away. Don't buy another Marvel book until then. That's what they're telling you. Yeah, yeah. And this book solidifies that. I mean, the Marvel books that are ignoring Secret Empire are still going pretty good. But it's just a terrible, terrible storyline. Oh, God. Anyway, so I this book actually came out last week, but for some reason it wasn't in my comic pull box. Uh, someone screwed up. But it was so bad, I had to warn everyone, even a week late. Don't buy it. For God's sake, I have taken this bullet for you. Heathen Dog was wounded. Well, yes, you know, he, yes. Just, he was the, grazed. The bullet, went, the bullet went through him, uh, ma- magic bulleted around, and hit me in the shoulder. This thing is awful. It don't is do awful. It. Don't, don't read this. Just warn your friends. Um, sometimes they'll say, you know, I don't know, but get the graphic novel later. No, don't get the graphic novel of this. Don't support nope, this. Nope, it's terrible. Nope, nope. Terrible. Don't do it. Don't do it. Buy in, in. As a matter of fact, if you already own the the uh, trades of uh, Why the Last Man, buy those again. Oh yeah, those are good. Yeah, buy them again. Or, Saga's a good series. Read Saga. That's there a nice series. Go. There you go. Buy if you have it already. Buy it again. Yeah. Give it to a friend. Christmas presents galore. Do it. DC Do not buy ke- this. DC keeps reprinting Watchmen graphic novels. Just. Buy they they I'm sure there's stacks of them somewhere. Buy one, give it to a friend who yeah, maybe them. hasn't heard of it. Yes, right. Since, do since it. They're do forcibly it intruding Watchmen into DC Universe anyways. They might as well know what's going on. Yeah, yeah. They they they, they might they might as well know the 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 good part. Yeah. So about it. Um, I give this book a one out of five. Just it is the. I, I'm, not gonna give it a, I'm not going to give it a .5, which would be the absolute worst. But I will give it a 1. It's... Yeah. You know, it does coherently... I would give it, it a .5. Well, it coherently lays out a story. Okay, yeah. The thing is, though, the reason, the reason you're not giving it a .5 is because you finished it. Yeah, yeah. I was able to get through yeah, it. Yeah, I could... Yeah, you were able to get through it. You had to put it down twice. <laughs> I did. I had to walk away. To, I literally had to get up and walk away. Yes, I was not. I was not. I got through maybe eight to ten pages, and it was like, nope, eject, eject, nope, nope. Oh, you didn't. So you missed the part where, uh, where Black Widow is rekindling her romance with Hawkeye, and then punches him out. Yes, I did, and I'm I'm glad because that sounds horrible. Oh, it is. And then she takes off on her own to go uh, assassinate Steve Rogers. And when she gets to her secret safe house, somehow, somehow, Amadeus Cho is waiting for her, who is the new Hulk. And the defender, or sorry, the champions all show up and say, hey, you can't do this on your own. We need to take action. We're here with you. And she cuts her hand, rubs the blood on the wall and says, well, then welcome to the Red Room. What? Nowhere ever in her personality has that been it. She's been running away from memories of the Red Room and the horrible torch they put it through. Why is she cutting her hand? 
It's like, oh, I need to do this very important mission. I better give myself a pretty nasty wound before I do that. I'm not trying to be dramatic and hardcore. That was awful. You kids still have hope. I need to beat that crap out of you real fast. What the hell? And I'm you really, can't beat... Uh, on on one hand, I'm really glad I didn't get to that part, and on the other hand, I'm really sad that you told me about that part. <laughs> that's the same hand, actually. There, there is no, on the other hand, something's good. No, that's all bad. That's all the bad hand. It's like, on the one hand, wow. that looks like poo, but on the same hand, it smells like poo. You know. <laughs> You're right. That's the bad hand. <laughs> it's the same hand. There's no. On uh, the other hand, I have I have some wet wipes. No, there's no wet wipes. No, there's no wet wipes. <laughs> in, in fact, your other hand was cut off. <laughs> have fun. <laughs> the other hand is covered in blood from making the new red room. Eh, apparently. Whatever. Terrible. Nick Spencer, you're better than this. Andrea, you're not. You're terrible. Well, I hope you're better than this because this is terrible. How'd you get this gig? That's an ongoing argument about comic books. Marvel's even more guilty of it than DC is, but they're just giving anyone a quick gig for a book. Oh, here, here, write this two books. All right, we're done with you. There's no, oh, you, there's a cheaper artist we can get. And even when they find someone who's good, they don't hold on to them usually. And it's just awful. You'll see good artists rotate through on one book, and it creates an inconsistent s style that a new fan can't latch onto. When I think about the books that I grabbed onto as a kid, it's because they had consistent teams, like the Claremont era of X-Men, or when, uh, I know he was the writer, not the artist, but McLeod doing uh, New Mutants, or, uh, anyway, you can't, or when Jim Lee was doing X-Men even, gosh, that was something to grab onto, when McFarlane was doing Spider-Man, that's when I started really getting into Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. The, the art in this book, it's it seems like, it was written by a mildly talented middle schooler. Right. Well, he, it looks like someone was trying to, like, he found, like, a filter that made everything look really dark and gritty. He's like, oh, I love this filter in Photoshop, and used it for everything. It's awful. Just, it's awful. Awful. Um, and I've never even seen anything this artist has done before that I know of, and I hope to never see it again, unless they improve greatly. But no, they're not, they, You can't improve that much. No, you, you could only improve from there. No, 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 no. When when you're this bad, and then and then someone gives you a pro gig, see, you're not going to get better. Be right you're, now you're we're not. You're right not. now we're glass half full, glass half emptying. I'm going glass half no, full. No, no, they no. can get better. It's you're glass, glass half empty. No, There's no. no getting back from that. No, half empty. This this glass is broken. Uh, it's done. It's full of broken it's glass. It's not holding liquid anymore. So all right. One out of five for Secret Empire number two. Don't buy it. Warn your friends. Um, quick side note on that of books that did come out this week that are worth reading. Um, not doing full reviews of these, just real quick. Uh, Infamous Iron Man number eight is very good. Uh, you should read that. And I'll give it a four to five. Three and a half or four. I'll go four. I really liked it. And because he actually confronts Ironheart, who is the young female, African-American female, Riri Williams, who has taken the mantle of Iron Man as well, but who actually has the AI of Tony Stark in her armor. So, there's some really neat stuff going on there. Not the drunken AI of Tony Stark, an actual nice one. Well, it, it can get drunk, but it's not drunk during oh. this issue. And, oh, okay. also, uh, X-Men Gold number four, or is it number three? 
Number four. Uh, they are post... Uh, they have a different artist now. Um, Gabbit makes his return. Interesting book. Not great, but fun to read. Definitely still a series worth getting. Uh, I'll give that a three, maybe three and a half out of five. Um, that's a fun book. Uh, I do really miss the uh, the anti-Semitic artist. Um, his art was really good. He was nuts, so he had to go. But great damn artist. Decided to burn his career. But current artist, not as good. But still a good book. Eh, I'll give it a three, three and a half to five. That was a good little quick wrap-up. Of books that are worth reading. Uh, not like Secret Empire 2, which I had to review to warn you. Yes. And you had to tell me to because you hate me. I wanted you to experience this. I needed you to experience this. You had to be broken before you could be remade. Wow, I didn't join the Marine Corps, man. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. So I hope you enjoyed this little version of Garthon's comic poll. You can catch it every week here on the live stream. And as always, keep on reading them comics. So let's talk a little bit, my friends, about what's going on in the universe at large. Something much more entertaining and nicer than Secret Empire. Let's talk about the RNG. Something more, 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 uh, what, anything than Secret Empire number two? That's, uh, what, um, dying of dysentery? Well, maybe not dying, you know, maybe just Suffering horribly from dysentery, yeah, there you go. What if you have dysentery and you're in the bathroom and the only reading material is Secret Empire number two? Well, at least you have something to wipe. Wow, with. that's. <laughs> I, I think that's a layer of hell. And actually, considering considering uh, the glossy pa paper the pages are made out of, it wouldn't even be good for wiping. It's not absorbent. Yeah, right. The crinkles yeah. would just poke nope. you, scratch you up. Yep. Wow. Cuts paper cuts on your bum hole. Yep. Wow. Wow. That book's yeah. even irrede yep. irredeemable. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, was there something you wanted to talk about, Heathen Dog, in the random? Oh, I forgot. What, what was it I said in the beginning? <laughs> I was hoping you remembered. There's something like, oh, no, oh, I'll no. get to random. But, oh, no, I can't remember now. That's okay. Uh, I've been very, very busy uh, with my RL job. Um, recently, it has been pretty dang crazy in Casa de Garthon. Uh, that sh I have a break between the next bout of craziness for about a week and a half, so hopefully I can catch more things. The Stormblood expansion for Final Fantasy XIV is coming out soon. They've been doing a lot of producers' notes on that, a lot of really neat information coming out, a lot of changes coming to the jobs and such. Really looking forward to it. Um, so, uh, pretty soon, I'm not going to be able to get up to that point in the storyline with the amount of time I have with uh, the LLR I've been leveling on my Twitch stream on Sunday nights. So I am going to be switching right before Stormblood to my level 60 character who looks identical um, on the Balmung server. And so we'll be able to go and experience Stormblood together when that comes out in a couple weeks. Three weeks from now. Okay. All right. So I might okay. do some additional streams then, of, uh, you know, when it comes out. Depending on my time. Understood. Understood. Yeah. What about you? What's going through your mind this week, Heathen Dog? Jeez, I'm still trying to rack my brain to remember what I, what I forgot from the beginning of the stream. Well, you'll oh never God. remember what you forgot if it stays forgotten. 
Uh, well, hopefully it doesn't stay forgotten. That's that's the whole plan here. But apparently that <laughs> that plan is failing utterly. Apparently so. That's a that's a Secret Empire two plan right there. Were you talking about uh, cemetery management? Oh, <laughs> yes, yes. I am on the the uh, uh, the uh, cemetery association for a, a cemetery in my area that much of my family is buried in. It's nice. Bring the kids. Yeah, yeah. Bring the kids. No, it's 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 actually pretty cool. I mean, uh, we uh, we we've really evolved over the last uh, five years since I've been on it. We've uh, um, uh, re- replaced a whole lot of the uh, uh, old uh, d- decaying type stuff. Like uh, we replaced the the iron rot gates, which were uh, not not maintained for some reason we replaced them with all brand new ones and uh the entrances and egresses have been replaced and they're all they all pop and it it all looks very gothic and that's what i was going for that sounds very nice yeah because it was a cemetery man you you want to be gothic i mean come on so you Uh, are the cemetery man yes i am and and if people start getting out of their graves i i can put them down very nice. I have, you the have keys. that authority. Oh, you do. Yes. And I have the keys. I have the keys. <laughs> I can lock it up and <laughs> and shoot and shoot them down and put them back in the ground. It's a great. It's, it's a great. Very game. nice. Yeah, it's a good deal. So uh, I, I I can do that. Uh, I do have something else for the RNG today. Um, recently, a group of theaters, I think it was Alamo Draft House Theaters in Texas, have announced that they are doing a woman only showing of the new Wonder Woman movie when it comes out. Um, and I find that I find that reprehensible. Reaction was mixed, but this show sold out in minutes, so they added more showings of woman-only showings of Wonder Woman. Uh, naturally, of course, uh, reaction on the internet, as one can imagine, ranges from wholly supporting it to pig-headed evil slur reactions that are nothing but you know insults for anyone who has the old XX chromosome. Um, with just laced with curse words and with no actual logical sense to it. No, uh, I, no, my my tirade will probably have some kind of logical sense of somebody. It's just that uh, banning any sex from anything is stupid to begin at jump. Exactly. That's my point. Yeah. Yeah. And number two, I mean, if 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 you if you believe that that th- this this movie promotes a strong feminine figure so much so then why wouldn't you want men to see it right and i think they're trying to get all oh, sisterhood together like okay when the next superman film comes out how about an all, all only men showing it is a man after all yep nope that would die hard oh yeah you'd be flames right and that's you know people point that out and say well that's a double standard and the women say no but we that's not the same no it is the same well, we haven't had it's our exactly hero yet. Really? I haven't had my hero yet either. You know, where is the hero who exactly represents me? I want to see that. Where is it? Where is it? I want to see, you know, nuclear repairman. Where is that guy? I, mean, I got my Captain America. Nuclear repairman. Yeah, that's what I do. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, but, but uh, yeah, the whole the whole uh, uh, banning banning anyone or from you know any any creed, race, religion, whatever from anything, 
is just stupid from jump. From jump. Right. And honestly, there have been some people threatening lawsuits because it is discriminatory. You legally and cannot do that. Legally not. Yeah, it, you you can't. It is literally illegal to do that. Right. It's kind of like and you can't have doing it. You can't have a men's club, you know, like they used to have in like the 50s. Like, oh, it's a men's only organization. Women stay home. We're going to get our smoking jackets and drink brandy from snifters and talk about, I don't know, these ladies playboy or something. You know, um, you can't do that. It's illegal. It's, those things were struck down. You can't do an only male showing of something. You can't do an only female showing of something. Even if you're trying to like promote unity by it, you can't say, you can't like say, hey, this is an all Protestant only showing of this show. Yeah. Yeah, you you can't promote unity by uh, by know, being exclusive. Exactly. That's not that's the opposite of unity. You can't do it. So you failed. Right. You, and you failed in in your in your thought process beforehand. You 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 failed in your action and you failed in your imp- implementation. You're stupid. And just and just because the show sold out immediately doesn't mean that it's you know right on all levels. Personally, exactly. I'm usually no, a fan on, on of any level. Personally, I'm usually a fan of saying, you know, hey, if people are willing to buy it, do it, which in this case is very true. But those women would have probably bought tickets anyway. You know, they right. didn't buy a ticket right. only I mean, because yeah. like, oh, thank God I could go see this show away from all those men. They could, maybe some of them did. Yes, because, yeah, the, those men would trigger me. You know, it's it, watch it on video in, in two months. That's what's going to happen anyway. But, uh. So naturally, there are a lot of things to get it. Personally, like I could see the appeal of it. I really can't. It sounds like a neat idea, uh, as like a gimmick thing. But you try doing that the opposite way, and it does not work at all. At yes, all. yes. I mean, the, 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 to, to me, that is the benchmark of 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 think things like this. If uh, if if you think this is a great idea, run it through your noggin, doing it the opposite way. Would it still work? If the answer is no, then you're wrong. Exactly. But I know if they offered an all-female and an all-male showing, I'd be okay with it then. Because I still think it's wrong, but at least you say, hey, this is the, you got the all-male showing here. That way no one can jump up and complain, that's wrong, you're not letting... Oh, look, but I got one over here for all men. And then the women yeah. can't jump up and complain about the all male showing because you got an all female showing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there—that's a little. I mean, someone. I mean, it—it it wouldn't be me or you, but someone would say, you know, separate but equal crap. That—that would—that was struck down in schools and stuff like that. You know, which they, it should have been because it's terrible. Yeah, yeah. They—they—they they, they would they, they would pull some of it, but in in this instance, from a freaking movie, that doesn't really apply in in my mind. You well, know, no, that stuff want... really applies to government offices and. Businesses. It, 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 the exactly, business is exactly. still open to men. Just that one showing, they're trying to keep exclusive. Right, right, exactly. Yeah, you you have one showing for just all women and one showing for just all men, and you have it, you know, on one day or another day or or one hour, you know, what one showing, and then the very next showing is for is for the next gender, and as as a gimmick, that's great. You know, actually, as a great gimmick, to... what they could have done is had a Wonder Men versus Wonder Women. And they could have set up like two separate theaters, one only men, one only women, and then like have some sort of charity contest run along with it that whichever sold the most exclusive shows, like they'd give a donate in their name of whatever to whatever charity. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that that, that would have been great. I mean, you 
you uh you it's 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 competition sure but it's for a good cause right and it becomes a gimmick then and not just yeah. no men allowed exactly it it becomes fun instead of exclusive right I, I i think the original intention was to be fun hey girls come on let's have some fun but this you examine it like whoa you can't do that would you have you know if they were actually making for the black panther movie are they going to have a black only showing you know i can't legally see no. how they would it doesn't sound like a good no. idea you know, no, it sounds like a horrible idea. Right? On the Batman next Batman film, we're gonna have a white people only showing. No, and it's because they're terrible ideas. So yes. you you don't ever want to exclude people. You know. Yes, I mean that that like like I said, that is the benchmark. I mean, if 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 you want to have something one way, you have to think about it. What if it was the exact opposite way? Would it still work? If the answer is no, then you're wrong. Then stop it. Exactly. So. I don't really understand what... Well, I understand the original idea. I don't understand how that idea got past a, any kind of supervision. I was saying, whoa, 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 whoa. Do you know what's going to happen as we do this? It's going to be on the internet, and it's going to become a big deal. No one ever thought that. It was like, wow, free advertising. Well, that's kind of what happened, and they sold out multiple... The first was so popular, they did it again, but instead of offering any sort of counterbalance or anything like that, like within five minutes, I thought of the charity thing. Come on. So that could have been done. Uh, but this isn't the first, like, terrible marketing idea that's followed the Wonder Woman campaign. Did you hear about their Wonder Woman golden ticket? No. Regal Cinemas, nationwide chain, is offering the Wonder Woman golden ticket for the price of, I think it was $1,000. With the golden ticket... For the entire first-run showing of Wonder Woman, you can use your golden ticket, which is literally, I don't think it's actually gold. It's an embossed plate. It's really, really pretty. But it has your name on it. You could watch Wonder Woman whenever you want in one of their theaters during the first oh. run. Okay. So if you want to go the first day and watch Wonder Woman, then come back the next day and the next day and the next day and the next day. I think it's limited to once a day. You can. That I don't think that's worth a thousand dollars. How could I mean... that not be worth a thousand dollars? You get an embossed, laser etched golden ticket that you can keep. It's it's really nice, and you can watch Wonder Woman. Let's see, every day for three months. So that brings the price per wow. showing down to like. $50. That sounds awful. And and you while you're there, you could even buy your own your own like popcorn and sodas and stuff. Wait, wait, wait. No, 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 no. Go, 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 go. Okay. Okay, okay. Stop. Stop, stop, stop. So, I would maybe 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 think this was a good idea if it came with one large soda, one large popcorn, and one friend. Oh yeah, that'd be a great deal. It, and even then, yeah, I mean, that would be that would be great. And you'll be making money on that deal. Yeah, you're still making money on that deal because no one's gonna because you can only do it once. Watch the show once a day. No one's going to watch the show with a friend every single day, getting a large popcorn and a large soda. And even if they did, you're still making money. Exactly. 
Exactly. But you, you can't even take a friend. you got to go by yourself. Yes. It only counts for you. It's non-transferable. has your name on it. You need to present picture ID. And it doesn't include anything from any uh, concession concessions. I was going to say condiments. I knew that was wrong. But it doesn't include those either. So, huh? Yeah. Oh, well, actually, you can yeah, probably pick up ketchup packets deal. on the way in, I guess. Yeah, yeah, you can probably you can probably sneak those in. Yeah. Well, no, they, I'm sure they have them at you know at the uh, concession stand. Some salt packets, you can grab those if they have them. Pepper. Sure, sure, yeah, yeah, that's good. Uh, yeah, so they came out with that, and it's something you just laugh at, like who the hell? But you got to think, there's going to be at least there. Oh, it's limited, I think, to a thousand nationwide, maybe even a hundred. But they're going to sell at least 10 of these. They're going to make money. Some people who have who have too much money will buy it just for curiosity's sake. You know what? That's disgusting. That's people disgusting. are going to do it. There are people who buy $500,000 automobiles and total them within three months. You know, there are people like that. They can afford to do it. And you know what? Hey, good for them. If I had that kind of crazy disposable income... I might do it too, just to laugh, you know, about the peasants who couldn't. But it's one of those things where, like, the target audience for this is so incredibly small. You know, you need a combination of someone with too much money and a lack of common sense that's hard to find. But it's out there. Oh. <laughs> That's how the one when Regal Cinemas announced this, there was you could just imagine the amount of people posting on the internet saying, "You've got to be kidding, right? That doesn't can include anything." It, and people start doing the math. Wait, that means I'm paying like 50 bucks a show, and that's if I watch it every day. What the heck? Yeah, because I think it's I'm pretty sure it's only once a day as well. So you can't even like watch it, then leave, walk in the theater, and watch watch it again. I don't know why you would. It's the same film. There's no... Uh, I'm actually kind of excited about the Wonder Woman movie. It looks like it's going to be a good film. It actually looks hopeful, which is something DC films have been missing. Um, along that line, Joss Whedon has actually been called in to the Justice League films since Zack Snyder um, it had left the film. It's pretty yeah. much in the can. Yeah. They're doing reshoots. Yes, yes, be, be, because of the, the suicide of his daughter. Yeah, he had a horrible family tragedy. Yeah. Uh, he tried to lose himself in work, and it just made things worse. He was like, I can't do this. He's leaving. Good for him. Take care of your family. I did watch you directing it anyway. That's kind of not nice to say. I wish that he was leaving under better circumstances. This is just awful. Yes, yes. You know, so for all the times yes. I wish Dick Spencer wasn't doing this film, I kinda, it's kind of got my monkey's paw wish, and I feel terrible about it. Um, I'm not saying that anyway my wish has made this happen, but... You can't help feel a little bad. Like, yeah, I wanted that guy gone, and now he is. And I was like, damn. Uh, Joss Whedon is actually kind of taking over, finishing the film up, doing reshoots. He's been doing reshoots for a while, apparently, uh, which is great. Joss Whedon is a good director. I didn't like his last Avengers film. I wish he'd keep his politics to himself. I wish all actors would keep the politics to themselves, honestly, um, and directors and whatnot. So, uh, but I really enjoyed the first Avengers film. I really enjoyed a lot of the stuff he's done. So I think he actually has a nice, hopeful air to almost everything he makes. Um, so I am looking forward to what he could do with that film. So I think that's a positive. 
It, it is possible though that uh, that he was guilted into doing this. I mean, uh, he 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 literally said, "Oh no, I'm taking a step back because this was too bananas." Well, yeah, Avengers was too bananas, but yeah. I think the expectation bar for Justice League honestly is lower. After Batman versus Superman, that expectation bar is not that high to jump over anymore. You know, jump over, you can barely trip over it. I mean, right. it, it's so low, it's in the ground. Right. With all the reshoots they've been getting after the suicides, after all the DC films have led up to this, expectations are low for this film. Stuff that fans have asked for, like, oh, wow, could you get, I forget his name, the actor from the Flash TV series. He could be Flash. They went, no. Oh, Stephen Amell is awesome as Green Arrow. No. So they're they're not linked at all. Oh, but. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, yeah. It says uh, Stephen Amell and uh, Grant Gustin, I believe his name is. uh, Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. They're they fantastic. Are, they are really good. Yes, they're really good. I like it. I, I like them a lot. And uh, I really, really wish that it was possible for for Grant Gustin to to be uh, the the Flash in the Me too. In the, uh, in in the Justice in the League Justice film. League film. But but his you know his day job is also really really good and he's not going to quit it i don't they <laughs> so. well no they had no they have no interest in crossing over the worlds which is a shame i think i really do because that yeah, is a I mean, missed opportunity yeah, it, yes i mean marvel marvel did the same thing i mean uh shield um, actually well, no. does cross over though they, they did half the same thing half the same thing it, it's not uh, fully crossed over it's like uh, a half-ass crossover but it is crossed over. yeah exactly Mar- marvel movies bleed over into the uh, the agents of shield but agents of shield stuff does not go into marvel movies right they 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 they, they created a semi-permeable wall there right and we do have agent and, colson uh, there um yeah i had I mean, Joss Whedon said that Coulson's still dead in the Marvel Universe, but uh, the new directors of the Avengers and stuff, the guys who do the Captain America films, um, they actually have kind of hinted that, in their mind, Coulson's still alive. He's on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., isn't he? So they might be more open to the idea of a better crossover. So that's exciting when you think about it. The, 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 the girl who plays uh, Daisy... Yeah, I can remember. She's good. I, yeah, I, she is good. But she actually was vocal about the the whole uh, uh, non permeability be, between uh, Agents of Shield and the Marvel Universe movies. She was actually vocal about that, saying that that's a freaking shame. That's that's awful. I mean, yeah, it is. Yeah, you know, it, it bleeds over to us. Why can't we bleed over to it? Why 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 can't they be you know one heartbeat? you know, together, you know, like all, you know, the living in the same universe. Right. And, and I agree with her. And that's one of those things that, you know, just for cross promotional purposes, you don't understand why they do it. I, I understand why you don't have the Chloe com- Bennett, Chloe Bennett. That's it. Yes. Yep. That's it. Chloe. I, Bennett. I understand yes. why you don't have the comics running the same way. Cause comic that cycles are different, but you could get the TV and the films running together. And also they use the comics as like an idea breeding ground. You know, they just throw stuff in the comics, to see what sticks a lot of times. And if it sticks, they throw in the films. Right. Right. But yeah, I really wish they'd cross all that over. But uh, so, yeah, Joss Whedon doing Justice League now, so that maybe will make it better. They're doing a lot of extensive reshoots again. So uh, that's always a great sign of hope. Wonder Woman didn't have too many reshoots, so that's looking hopeful. The previous year, that looked really good, too. 
it's true there it's true that's true uh i have a problem with uh the flashes animation in the uh in the justice league movie i think it's too uh see maybe maybe it's just me i'm 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 just used to uh the the flash tv show uh animations when he flashes you know lack yeah. of a better term yeah, yeah but uh in the in the previews for the justice league it's more like he's in a different world. That's the you know? speed force. Yeah, exactly. And it's, 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 it's too disconnected to the scene that he's in. Yeah. It, to and... me, it reminds you of Frodo putting on the ring. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it, it completely di- disconnects you from what you were just watching a second ago, you know, whereas in the TV show, it does not, it doesn't do that. You know I mean? Uh, it, the, at, at the, at the very, at the very most, it will, slow down time when he's running right you know to create a dramatic effect which is cool but in 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 the previews i've seen for the justice league movie it's almost like he's in a different world when he's running yeah i'm not fond of that either yeah i don't like that at all i mean it it it's a it's it's a complete cut from what was just happening to what's happening now without any transition and i don't i don't like that i don't like that at all I don't like that at all either. Uh, sticking with Justice League, the Injustice 2 video game just came out. Where you could have your favorite DC heroes be evil and beat each other up. Oh, yeah, I saw I saw a preview for that. Yep, um, to me it's like the dumbest premise ever. But from everyone I've... I haven't played it. But from everyone I've talked to who has played it, they love it. Apparently it's a lot better than the first one. It's a great game. It's a great fighter. It has a really interesting storyline, they say. I'll take their word on it. I've had some trusted resources tell me this. And I never... I try to never crap on people for what their preferred game is. Well, usually. There are there are exceptions. But, you know, if you like a certain style of game, uh, you go for it, man. You love hardcore racing simulators, and you've got a $1,000 wheel and pedal setup. That's awesome, man. If you enjoy that, do that. That's great. Um, those Dark Mortal Kombat-style fighters are not my thing. But, you know, if it's yours, this might be something you really want to go for. Especially if you like superheroes. Okay. Yeah. But, hey, that's, that was part of the theme and video games all at the same time. All right. Well, it, it, it sounds like we've exhausted our time. No. No, we haven't. There's more to talk about. No, that's good. All right, everyone. <laughs> well, as always, thank you very much. Thank you. Do you have any final words of wisdom, Heathen Dog? Oh God! The only wisdom I have is the the horrible pain in my soul from Secret Empire number two. That don't 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 get it. Don't. If someone gets it and they they show you, look, I've got this copy. I haven't read it yet. Take it from them, tear it up, and say you'll thank me later. Please admit does not condone the destruction of other people's property. Okay. Heathen Dog condones the destruction of Secret Empires number two. Solely. Uh, of war- my own volition. At and- least warn your friends. Well, first hand them $5, then do it. Okay, 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 okay. Pay them for the book, and then rip up the book and tell them, I've saved your soul. You had a possibility <laughs> of, of going down instead of going up, and I've helped you. Don't don't make the same mistake I did. 
you know this I'm, book I, will never be a collector's item and will be irrelevant in two months i've helped you yes yes i am your clarence here you know i mean forgive me and the bell will ring i'll get my wings that is the best 1940s reference ever boom all right if you have a constructive college suggestion drop one on us leave it on the internet at our home at reddit.com slash r slash legion of myth on our facebook page facebook.com slash legion of myth on YouTube, look up Legion of Myth. Twitter at Legion of Myth. Twitch TV slash Legion of Myth. You also get the audio version of this podcast on iTunes from Player FM, Stitcher, or the LOM cast. You can directly support Legion of Myth by buying our gear at shop.spreadshirt.com slash Legion of Myth or at patreon.com slash Legion of Myth. We'd like to thank our Patreon supporters, Hicks206, Elgarian, Alan51, Baldhar, and Heathen Dog. It's your support that makes this possible. And maybe we can get a little better, because we care, guys. Thanks a lot. As always, we appreciate it. Remember, you have one life. Live it well. Live it nerdy. And have a great Darnal Anomaly.